Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Tech Geek podcast on building an ever-relevant career in technology. I'm your host, Sukriti Adhavanshi. We are living in an era where technology is evolving almost every day. Technology is being defined by new innovations and algorithms. Amid such acceleration, it's important for us to work on the cycle of learning. Constant reskilling and upskilling are two key elements of survival in this changing times. Although being aware and updated with the market trends can help us keep up their pace, however, it cannot eradicate the moments of uncertainty and self-doubt. Building a relevant career in technology demands mentorship and guidance. With so many opportunities floating in the new age technology, it becomes difficult to make a choice. So we at TechGig thought to resolve these concerns by bringing an expert for you. Folks, please join me in welcoming Rakesh Ravuri, Chief Technology Officer, Senior Vice President Engineering and Global Retail Engineering Lead from Publicis Sapient. Rakesh believes in continuous learning and being hands-on to keep in touch with the latest developments and enjoys participating in hackathons. So we just have the right person here to advise on the tech career aspects. Welcome to the show, Rakesh. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Thank you for inviting me to share your views. I'm looking forward to um, sharing my views on technology out here. Wonderful. So without any further delay, let's get started with the questions, Rakesh. My first question is, with so many emerging technologies to choose from, developers are confused. Where should they focus to build their career? So uh, my standard answer to this question is always is you, you don't choose the technologies based on um, what is happening or what you hear from your friends or what you hear. You, you need to look at the technologies, pick those technologies which appeal to you, pick the technologies which you relate to, uh, pick the technologies which excite you, right? That is the most important thing. It is like any other uh, field of your uh, uh, life, whether it's career, whether it is uh, in your school, the way you sort of picked uh, the subjects which you like to study or uh, the career which you like to pursue, it is purely based on what you like and what you think you have your skills in. So technologies come and go, right? Like having been in this industry for more than 25, 30 years, I can tell you that what, what we thought was emerging technologies in uh, 95, 96 are not emerging anymore, right? Every, every couple of years or every five years, uh, the technologies change and uh, it is very difficult to predict and say that, okay, this is the technology which is going to be emerging and I want to invest wholly in it. But if you invest in a technology which uh, you have a knack for and which you are interested in and which excites you, you can always develop a career. There's a career for uh, every single technology provided you are good at it. So my answer to that is focus on things which excite you, focus on things where um, you will be able to um, spend a lot of time uh, developing the skills without getting uh, distracted or bored. So that will be my standard answer, right? Because what is emerging today will not be emerging tomorrow. So, um, so, so pick things which is which comes naturally to you. Right. There is a difference between specialization and generalization. So what you're proposing is for the five years, you need to generalize and dabble in different technologies. After that, do you recommend specializing or generalizing all the time in more rewarding in the career? See, the... The question between specialization and generalization um, arises um, 
when you need to when you don't know what to pick up right um so as 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 in school or as in sports generally when you first start any career uh, they ask you to do multiple things um, so that like you you understand where your strengths and weaknesses are there as i was telling you generalization is really important at the start right unless you tried various things you don't know what you are good at you don't know what you are going to like so generally the time frame of whether it is 5 years for some people whether it's 3 years for some people or whether it's 10 years for some people changes from person to person some some people will realize very soon what they are good at and what they absolutely don't want to do right and so for them the, uh, it is very clear that they need to specialize in a particular area but for most of the others uh, spending more time and understanding what are the different things uh, the more they generalize they actually better so in computers we have a term called uh, avoid premature optimization right like so don't optimize uh, the areas of your software without knowing how it actually behaves under load or under scale or under in production the same way even in your career don't uh, uh, specialize prematurely right unless before before knowing where you will be successful in and uh, what excites you so my recommendation to people is yeah you spend enough time in generalization and uh, uh, for you to understand the industry understand your strengths and understand where your interests lie so that that is the approach which i uh, suggest to people right so time frame changes obviously from people to people but as a general uh, uh, rule of thumb right like you study your engineering for four years um, and then even in your engineering you basically um, you you have subjects all over, uh, from different areas and then you specialize maybe in the last semester um, the same way you do school for 12 years and then specialize in a, a field of study so every uh, every step of the way there are different uh, ways to specialize uh, so that is what i will suggest okay next one in terms of the technologies should developers look at demand for technologies to choose where they spend their time or should they simply follow their hearts when see when when i say you need to choose for demand for technologies or follow the heart follow the heart in a broad area right for example what i mean meant is let us say you are looking at okay where do you want to uh, um, uh, be an expert in or where do you want your to spend your rest of your career in let us take and then there you might want to take broad area like for example i want to specialize in uh, say the ui area or the experience technology or some might say i want to specialize in uh, uh data and ai space some might say i want to specialize in integration space like for example so so once you pick up the broad area in that area um, you you will want to sort of look at what is the demand for technologies for example the uh, let us take ui for example so if you want to say look i want to be an ui uh, uh, specialist or i want to specialize in the area of ui now in the area of ui uh, there might be today there might be react tomorrow there might be some other uh, framework um, which is coming in uh, 10 years back there was uh, uh, maybe be something different like asp.net or something which was uh, more uh, in demand so so once you chose an area you need to look at demand in that area what is uh, uh, what is the thing which the industry is following and you will have to pick up those technologies so um, so you you have to be broad in in terms of uh, first choosing which area you want to pick up and then within the area you look at the market you look at uh, what is the current need 
and uh, spend your time in understanding how you can contribute to it. See, what happens is once you are already an expert in UI and which you have worked with a couple of frameworks, for you picking up a new framework will be easy because the way you work is you look at saying that, look, I was a, I, I'm, I was a deep expert in React. So tomorrow, if I have to pick up Angular, it, it, I, I can pick it up because I understand how these frameworks work and what are the, uh, uh, what are the advantages these frameworks provide uh, one versus the other. And I can sort of specialize if the demand uh, in the industry changes. So you should be, you should be poly, polyglot in a particular area, but you need to sort of uh, specialize as an area as a whole. So, and generally in the area also i i suggest people to um, focus on the adjacent areas too right for example you picked up ui you might be an expert and you go really deep in react but at the same time you also need to have working knowledge or ability to sort of code maybe in flutter or maybe in angular right that makes you really useful in the area of uh, um, let us say uh, experience technology so th that is the way i will ask people to look at look at the demand and uh, understand what needs to be learned or what is the flavor of the month but like you're not changing your area you are still an experienced technology you're still creating experiences for users uncertain times call for pivoting quickly and transforming how can developers acquire the attitude and the mindset to take risks so that their skills don't get obsolete yeah, that's a that's a really good question see one of the things which i just gave in my previous example is See, the areas don't go away, right? Like uh, within an area, there might be changes. Like for example, the area of developing UIs for any um, uh, any of the uh, apps which you're developing or the uh, website which you're developing, that, that will never go away. You will always need to create a UI. Now, how the UI is created might change because there might be some innovations, right? Like tomorrow there might be a head-mounted display and you might have to have completely different skills to develop a UI but you're still developing the UI, right? So the core concepts of what you developed about how you interact with the users don't go away. So once you sort of acquired and expertise in a particular framework, you might have to relearn as we just talked about, right? It might be React today and it might be Angular tomorrow or it might be Flutter again, right? Like, so you need to understand that you will have to change frameworks, which are like tools, um, like a carpenter uses, right? A carpenter uh, might, create tables, but he might use different tools and like the materials in which he creates the tables changes, but he's still creating tables. So the same way you are still creating UI and you are going to pivot by looking at what is the new uh, tools which are available and which solves the problems for the new innovations or discoveries in that space, which make better sense. And unlearning and relearning is a crucial skill to have for you to pivot and transform yourselves. What I mean by that is when you are picking up a new skill, you should be able to quickly unlearn some of the uh, some of your fixed um, uh, ways of doing things, some of your assumptions which you uh, regularly have because you are used to a particular framework or a particular way of doing things. If you are flexible enough to understand saying that, okay, I understand in this framework we do this because of these reasons and understand the fundamental reasons of why you are doing certain things, it will be very easy for you to pivot because then you can pick up the new things, you will be able to relate which parts are the same, which parts are different and which parts needs to be uh, completely uh, 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 like you, which parts 
invalidate your assumptions. So in order to pivot and transform, ability to analyze why you are doing something and what needs to change. If you are able to always ask these two questions, you will be able to pivot and transform very easily, right? Because now the answer to them is, look, okay, I understand why I was doing previously in a different way and now why I need to do it in a different way because of these three changes. Um, so that is what I tell people, right? Like the attitude and mindset, what we need to take is there is no risk. It is only only risk which you can have is not knowing why you are doing certain things. And that is the biggest risk people have in their mindset, right? They, they blindly follow certain methodologies or certain procedures without understanding why they are doing it. So when the things change, then they will be lost because they don't know why they were doing it. They can't change. So those are the uh, uh, attitude and mindset changes which I uh, ask people to develop constantly question and understand why you're doing things so that like you can uh, avoid being obsolete. What are some of the online learning modules and certification that will help developers future-proof their career? <laughs> this question is, if I, if I know the answer to this, it is like, I will be a millionaire, right? Like there's nothing, um, uh, we can predict saying that, okay, what is currently in demand? Like, for example, I can say, Everyone is looking for cloud certifications right now. So it makes sense to learn cloud, but maybe, yeah, that is, that is the current demand, right? Like, so it is, these certifications and modules are always, I tell to people are for current demand, are for the short term needs, not for the future need. The only way to future proof your career is uh, having the ability to learn and unlearn very fast, right? Like, so whenever new thing comes, you are, you are able to learn and take the learnings from the past into the new field. That is what you need to do. But yes, uh, certifications are still important for uh, short term and the present needs. So you, uh, for certifications and module, I'll basically ask them go by what is the market uh, uh, demand is or what is the uh, in your area. Again, uh, you don't have to do certifications in an orthogonal area. Like if you're if you're working in the area of UI, maybe like there, there might be some certifications uh, which will uh, give you uh, in the current frameworks which you're working in. So take that. Right. Same thing with the online modules. Um, go and in, within your area, take online modules, which will expand your range of uh, different frameworks. Right. Again, again, the same example. Right. If you're if you're working in the area of web, uh, take some online modules of also knowing how to sort of do mobile UI. If you are working in mobile UI, take also online modules of how do you do uh, thick client applications. So those are the ways you expand within your area. So online modules to expand within the area. Certifications are to um, whichever area you are deep in to sort of certify that. Like for example, if you are working in the area of uh, uh, writing microservices or integration, making taking a cloud certification makes all the sense because now. Uh, you know that like uh, you will deploy whatever you develop on cloud. Um, that is the uh, that is the ninety percent of the cases. So you better have a cloud certification which further stamps your uh, specialization in that particular area. That's absolutely right, Rakesh. I would completely agree to your suggestions. Uh, moving on to the next part, there is this fear that developers should spend some time learning a skill. But what if that skill becomes obsolete or they don't get to apply for the next six months? How can they stay motivated to keep investing in learning? <laughs> so um, there was a story which I want to uh, relate to this, right? So when I was doing my master's thesis, I asked my professor this question saying that, what if 
um, what I'm trying to prove and I can't prove, right? Like, for example, I'm, I'm writing a theory and the theory doesn't work out. Um, all the effort which I spent will be wasted. So he said to me one thing which sort of stuck to me all these years. He said, like, look, even uh, learning that what ways something doesn't work is uh, is a great learning so which can be published and a lot of people uh, doesn't have to repeat that mistake again and they can try different ways so whatever time you spend learning a skill now if the skill becomes obsolete you will be in a better position to understand why the skill became obsolete because you studied the skill what are the drawbacks of that particular skill what are the things which it was not able to solve for the reasons why it became obsolete now, when a new skill replaces it, you will be the first person to understand saying that, okay, I I completely see why this new skill is uh, uh, is more in demand than the old skill because of the X, Y, Z reasons which it failed, uh, the old skill failed, whereas new skill is uh, uh, working. So I know the pros and cons. So one of the important things I tell to uh, everyone uh, when people, uh, uh, when I take interviews or when I uh, talk to people, when they say they learned a particular skill, the first thing I ask them is, okay, can you tell me one thing which this particular skill or this technology cannot do, right? If they know the answer to that, then they actually learned it properly. So the, uh, like, uh, um, what did you say? Anything which you spend time in learning is never wasted because learning carries on. It, it you You basically have done, um, X amount of work for the newer skill anyway, right? So your, your, your amount of time you take to learn the new skill will be drastically reduced and you will be in a better position because if a new skill comes and everyone is now trying to learn the new skill, you are already in a better place to uh, get started from a higher uh, pedestal. So my suggestion to everyone is learning is, only, is, is the only thing which never go, goes to waste because it improves the way you think it, uh, it it develops your uh, ability to apply what you have learned. So those are the two skills you're actually practicing, right? When you're learning a skill, right? Like what, what is new, um, understanding uh, the different applications of it and how are you applying? Now you are practicing those things and those things will help you in any other new skill which is going to come. So my, my view is learning never goes to wasted. It's just going to uh, make you a better uh, uh, better developer in the end. Superb, Rakesh. That's it uh, for the session today. Thank you so much for sharing those insights uh, with us. I'm certain your knowledge and experience will help our developer fraternity build an amazing and relevant career in technology. Thank you for all the tips and career advice, Rakesh. Thank you very much. I hope uh, this is useful to uh, the developers. Absolutely. Audience, thank you so much for listening to us. We'll be back with another power-packed podcast very soon. Stay tuned. <laughs>